If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Three, three, two, one, one. You know what I feel like doing? What that? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown, and I'm joined by my co-host. What's going on? It's your boy, Lil Shitstain, as always. So before we get into today's topic, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Also, thank you for joining us live on Twitch every week. Get Comfy Gaming is on Twitch for you, your entertainment, and your mothers. And your mothers, yes. I'm trying to find a mom. Please help. We're we're family friendly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> family oriented, if you will. But not in the ways you think. But um, you know, that that's a that's a whole other podcast for another day. Yes, it is. But we're here today to kind of I guess this is a hot take. I don't know. Would you classify that as a hot take? What we're I about think. to talk about? Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. good. It, yeah, I think so. All right. So today's topic is Cobra Kai is a lot better at building old characters, presenting new ones, and making a more coherent story than Star Wars. Now, before everybody goes off the rails and subscribes yeah before that happens (laughs) remove your finger from the button please allow me to present my argument we got cobra kai season three recently and this season above all has done an immaculate job about calling back to old movies bringing back new like not new characters but bringing back old characters Mm mm-hmm building these new ones that we actually care about and just making a coherent story that would make sense in continuing the story of people like Ralph Macchio. I'm calling him Ralph because, <laughs> you know, that's that's his name to me. Yeah. Uh, Danny LaRusso. There you go. There's your, uh, <laughs> there's your uh, proper name. But I look at the new trilogy, and I'm just basing this. I'm talking about Star Wars here. And I'm just basing it off that because... You can't really say Star Wars did a good job building old characters because the middle of this whole story came out before the beginning mm-hmm. and the beginning kind of couldn't screw it up because everything was already set up moving yeah. forward. And the sequel trilogy kind of is the first step in the future when it comes to Star Wars. Yeah. Now, I do think before everyone also gets mad. I think shows like Clone Wars, The Mandalorian, Rebels have all done a good job adding to the story. That little sprinkle of salt on top of everything, you know? Definitely. Salt in a good way. 
salt yeah. in a good way. <laughs> a little seasoning. But whenever I yeah. look at, um, you know, The Force Awakens all the way through The Rise of Skywalker, I felt like characters new and old didn't have so much weight to them as much as I would say, you know, Danny LaRusso did in Cobra Kai. Not at all. Even, even characters like Kreese. Like, yeah. honestly, if I had to pick a villain, and this isn't for all of Star Wars, Palpatine is obviously the best villain and Darth Vader for yeah. that sequence. But I'm saying for the new trilogy, Palpatine apparently was the overarching villain in all those movies, mm-hmm. like working in the shadows. But Kreese, like, he is that dude. He is a perfect villain. Yeah. I mean, whenever you talk about, yeah, like whenever you talk about, you know, backstory and everything, mm-hmm. that whole sequence we got of Crease back in his uh, days in service. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that just added layers to the character. Mm-hmm. And it also solidified stuff from old movies that we got from before. Yes. Like Johnny Silver or what's his face? Uh, the Silver the ponytail dude. Yeah, ponytail dude. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> you know, there was that thing where it's like, oh, I'll help you. I'll come whenever you need me. Yeah. And, and then he made they the did call. that. Yeah, he made the call at the end of Cobra Kai, but he also came about in the old Karate Kid movies. Yeah. So it's like you're adding into some old stories. And The Mandalorian did this perfectly when talking about Luke, whenever talking about Operation Cinder. That was mm-hmm. from Star Wars Battlefront 2 story. Like, they did that right. That's only because Dave Filoni and John Favreau were in charge, yeah. and I think a lot of like Star Wars problems comes about because they went from J.J. Abrams to Rain Johnson back to J.J. Abrams, mm-hmm. and that that idea of switching directors midway through a story just doesn't work. No, it doesn't. It's just a conflict of interest. Yeah, and you can tell both directors had different directions of the story. Like, I saw somewhere they were gonna bring back certain characters that really didn't appear. Yeah. Um, there was rumors, I think, of, you know, the Force Ghost scene was at the end of Rise of Skywalker. They were gonna have all the Force Ghosts of all the dead Jedi, like Anakin, Mace, Yoda, Obi-Wan, Which all come back. Been, that would have been pretty dope. Yeah, and, you know, this also has to do with studio, business. Apparently, Hayden Christensen was rumored to come back for one of those movies. Ugh. Like They could they could have done so much better. They could have, <laughs> but I want to get your take on this Star Wars versus Cobra Kai thing. Also, like, who do you think did a better job at setting up the future of that franchise? It's 100% Cobra Kai. The fact that they went from... You know, taking the strongest Jedi in the world, right? Or in the galaxy, not even the world, the fucking galaxy. And then they made him this hermit on this island who drinks titty milk and think that that's just chilling. Like, it, it doesn't make sense. You're going to, this dude was the most courageous, you know, he, he was a, this, the fire of the story. And you just killed him, basically. Uh, literally too <laughs> yeah, literally <laughs> and metaphorically yeah like it just it really disappointed and uh, i think cobra kai is doing a much better job at a uh, character building because it's to the fact where you thought this story was done 
you know, especially three movies came out, a, a spin-off movie, the next Karate Kid came out, and, you know, that was it. We thought that was going to be the end of it. And then they brought, they brought back pretty much every single main character of every movie to, you know, make this TV show. It's not even a movie. It's a fucking TV show. And it's doing better than one of the best franchises in the in the world. It really is. And I also think that Cobra Kai benefited from this because we didn't get this perspective from Daniel LaRusso. Yeah. Like the proper way to like, I guess, like the stereotypical way of making a series based on a movie is to have the good guy's perspective. But in this yeah. case, you got Johnny Lawrence and his perspective. And all of a sudden you're like, eh, you know, Johnny had some fair points. I think it was you who said that. Um, Johnny Lawrence was the good guy from Karate Kid and Daniel LaRusso was the bad guy? Uh, I don't know. I, I No, I don't think so. Because I, I watched all three movies just so I could watch the TV show. <laughs> Somebody said that. Somebody said that Daniel uh, LaRusso was the bad guy in Karate Kid. Because, I don't know, because he's stepping on uh, Johnny's girl. I don't know. I you think know. I heard that in the show. Something like that. Yeah, I know yeah. they had. I know they had different perspectives. They're like, oh, like he he just came in and like broke my radio, blah blah blah. And like I get yeah. that, and it's good to see the different perspectives. And this also begs the question: Do you think that moving forward, at least from a Star Wars standpoint, because of the success of the Mandalorian, because of the success of even the Clone Wars, the final season they just released, I think yeah. last year, do you think that they should stick to like? TV shows, Disney Plus shows, at least for a little bit to kind of, I guess, supplement the future of Star Wars because I feel like the Mandalorian's building towards a movie. Yeah, and I think that with all the characters they've introduced, the expansive universe they're going to make from that show, I feel like uh, they're coming out with like Star Wars Rogue Squadron or something like that. I feel like those characters are going to be characters from Mando or at least affiliated with them. Definitely. But do you think that, at least for now, Star Wars should stick to TV shows and or miniseries? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, too many movies have thrown too many disappointments. And I think that the TV shows are where they're thriving. And if they don't keep up with them, it, I think it's going to be a tank, which which is horrible to say. It, one of the best franchises, like I said. But it... Uh, it's not looking too good for them. It really isn't. And I. this is also, I think we both agree, we're both huge Star Wars fans. Like, yeah. Star Wars through and through. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm seeing, because we're getting the Kenobi series. We're getting Book of Boba Fett. We're getting Mando yeah. Season 3. All those shows can do so much to help the future of Star Wars. Even if it's to, like, supplement old stories like they did mm-hmm. the thing with Luke at the end of this previous season of Mando yeah. it helps not only continue the story of Luke but also kind of bridge a gap between a time where he was at the top of his game like you said most powerful Jedi in the galaxy yeah. to crazy old hermit like why why was he like that it doesn't make sense uh, it really disappointed at, at the most like uh, it, to, to the point where he, he was just he just became an old man and even like 
Obi-Wan Kenobi was an old man, but he was still, he, you know, he had swag and shit. He was fire. He went up and fought Vader. Like, exactly. he knew. He, this dude was scared to leave the island. And then he, when he supposedly left the island, it came out to just be the, like a force ghost. And he yeah, that one, took that shots from the, from the ship. He was like, more, more, more. He's, you know? And it, it just, I don't know. That scene was cool because, you know, you, just to see Mark Hamill's face and trying to egg him on and shit. That was, that was pretty fire. But if it was the actually shoulder, the shoulder wipe, yeah, exactly, and that was that was dope. But just couldn't uh, couldn't hold up the rest of the movie. I don't think. And part of me wishes in that scene we got the actual Luke in front of all those walkers because I heard there was rumors of him using the Force to like pull them down, yeah, or like do some crazy Jedi stuff, and I. Obviously, that's all hearsay yeah. and speculation. But, like, to me, and also the story basis goes, they wanted to inspire the galaxy. Yeah. And Luke, I guess, did that in a way by showing up. But, like, he didn't really what else does up. it prove? Yeah, but, like, what else? Yeah, exactly. Like, what does it prove for him to just to show up, disappear, and then whatever? It's like, oh, it's, we've lit the, the spark for the rebellion. I get that, but... Come on, that's Luke, man. Yeah, you're just gonna just gonna give my man like five minutes and say that he just re and relit the the entire galaxy's hope. That no, that that doesn't. It I doesn't like jive it. well. Yeah, it doesn't jive well. And I heard rumors also that the Mandalorian is going to be spearheading the direction of Star Wars, as in movies, TV shows, all of that stuff. Like when we look at Star Wars, Mando is obviously something you want to keep a close eye on because it's going to be projecting the future of Star Wars, which I think is great. Um, I want to also kind of preface this all by saying, you know, Cobra Kai is very young in its life cycle. Three seasons. It was a YouTube Red show. Now it's all on Netflix. Yeah, there's more room to be had. And I think that after this season, the bar continues to grow higher and higher for this show. Yes, definitely. I mean, we even talked about it on this podcast where we were like, at the end of that season, we're like, we just need them to fight. Yeah. And that blowover is coming, like regardless of what people say. Definitely. I, as much as I want to see like the kids fight and everything, I want to see Danny, Daniel and, uh, and Johnny fight. Yeah, like, as much as I feel, and, you know, we've talked about Cobra Kai, but I feel like eventually that relationship's going to blow up, too, because of yeah. Crease. Because of Crease. It's obviously because of Crease. I think it's going to, they're probably going to do, like, you know, oh, they have teaching differences, and they have to come together at some point. I feel like it's going to be something like that. I don't know if it's going to be Crease. If anything, he might just, like, you know, provoke that even more. Yeah, but it's definitely going to be something about their teaching styles. Oh, yeah, because they're all at Miyagi-Do slash mm-hmm. was it Falcon Fang or Falcon? Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, Falcon Fang or something like that. Falcon got, Fang Karate. They, they got their T-shirts, yeah. uh, <laughs> even though Falcons don't have teeth. <laughs> um, but for me, the, the whole reason for this argument is because 
I see what a YouTube a YouTube show, YouTube Red, like that's where it started. Yeah, and that's compared to a a multi billion dollar company. Mm-hmm. Like what they can do versus what these guys for Star Wars are doing. Yeah, and it's just like what what like are they listening to like the fans? I like, guess what, what like, are we doing here? Exactly, and you know. After the rise of Skywalker, you got the last scene. Like, who are you, Ray? Mm-hmm. Ray Skywalker, not Ray Palpatine. Yeah. Why was that choice made? I get, you know, continuing the Skywalker name, but yeah. I thought the whole premise of that movie was to move on from the Skywalker bloodline. Exactly. But how cool would it have been for her to say, "I'm Ray, Ray Palpatine"? That would have been pretty dope. Like, I would have been okay with that. Because that's who she was. She wasn't a Skywalker. No, and it's like I oh she's seen Ray or not she's seen uh Luke and Leia off in the distance. Like I get the story aspect of it, you know, good guys, blah blah blah. Yeah. But like it's in that whole like three movies, I guess, was based around the name. Like <laughs> your name, where you came from, your background. So why does Ray all of a sudden decide I don't like where I came from, I don't like my background? Yeah. I want to change to be someone else. Like her whole purpose was to find out who she was. Yeah. And then she found out and she was like, hey, maybe not. I don't want to be that. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I, I want a new one, please. I'd like to return this item. It's, <laughs> every know. time that I watch that scene, I think of identity fraud is not a joke, Jim. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And speaking of that, uh, that whole thing, shout out to the actor who played um Asian Jim in the office. He's yes. in WandaVision. Yeah. He's in WandaVision and he's just doing such a good job. I saw a meme where it was like, shout out to John Krasinski for being I forgot what movie he was in. Or like he was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, he's in WandaVision as well. I was like, <laughs> oh, look at you guys continuing the continuity. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Even yeah, meme makers. Even meme makers have better continuity than Star Wars. <laughs> but you know what? That's neither here nor there. But um, what continues is the Get Comfy podcast and all of its other shows. Yes, like the Get Comfy Game Break, the Get Comfy Lowdown, and the Get Comfy podcast available every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Believe Podcast Network. And if you like what we do here, go check out Get Comfy Gaming live on Twitch every week. We do a stream for you guys, your entertainment, and of course, your moms. <laughs> your moms. Like, got to put that on a t shirt, of course. Yes. Coming, coming soon, apparently. Yeah, but, let's, um, let's get comfy merch coming out, bro. We're working on that. Okay. Uh, nothing, nothing concrete. Nothing concrete. Don't take me. Don't take me for it. But um, that about does it here for the Get Comfy Lowdown. We hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.